0: What is wellness? I think of the image of wellness is like pure joy. The important thing is for people to choose, like, what do you want to do? Wellness are the things your grandmother told you to do. When you really start to think about it, the answer feels more complicated. I'm Maya Feller, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and author. And I'm Dr. Kavita Patel. We're the hosts of Well Now, Slate's new podcast on wellness. Join us every Wednesday as we tackle that simple yet important question, what does it mean to be well? Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Do you want better sleep and to feel good about your purchase by supporting your local communities? American Blossom Linens is sustainable, ethical, made in America with 100% American cotton. It's environmentally friendly, pure, and chemical-free softness. Imported products take over an 8,000 mile trip on cargo ships that rely on heavy fossil fuels and produce other greenhouse gases as well as air pollutants. Woven to last a lifetime, this bedding gets softer with every wash. They're generously sized to fit today's luxury beds with deeper pockets plus the top and bottom labels that make putting on fitted sheets and keeping them in place a total dream. Four pillowcases come with every queen and king set And they are responsibly crafted by families manufacturing in the usa for over 115 years this high quality bedding is without traditional markups american blossom linens prides itself on its radical transparency and ethical factories and without the use of middlemen therefore those savings are passed on directly to you in addition to bed sheets american blossom linens also offers bath towels and bath towel sets beautiful organic herringbone blankets, lightweight 100% virgin wool blankets, and wool-filled pillows. This female-created and run business boasts over 1,500 five-star reviews, always has free shipping, and offers a two-year risk-free trial. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use code BEWELLSIS to get a better night's sleep now. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well Sis podcast. I am your host, Dr. Cassandra Dunbar. How has life been treating you? But more importantly, how have you been treating yourself? I have been all over the damn place. And honestly, today's episode is pretty much just to catch you up as to where I have been, what's been going on, um, and to give you some insight as to... All the things happening behind the scenes at Be Well, Sis. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah. So, one of the things that, um, as you know, uh, we here at Be Well, Sis are big fans of therapy. Therapy has been instrumental in my own personal growth and in my own personal life as like a woman in general, as a wife, as a mother and all of those good things. And we talk about mental health, not only here on this podcast, but in my everyday life, I talk about it um, quite a bit. And my bestie has also been in therapy. And one of the things that she has shared with me um, that she's learned in her journey or that she's picked up in her journey is that her therapist will um, start off by asking, how are you Um, PMS? And I really appreciate that. So what that means is it's asking you to address how are you physically the P is for physically, the M is for mentally, and then the S is for spiritually. And I think it's super important to be able to really sit with that and think about it. Because I think a lot of times we, when somebody asks us how we are, firstly, we just give a reflexive answer like, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. Even though we are not good and we are not fine. Um, But also, even if we do take the time to think about it, we don't necessarily distinguish the three different layers that there are to being a human, right? So we might be doing great mentally, but physically not so much. Maybe something hurts, you know, or we just haven't been feeling well physically, or it might be that we're great physically and then mentally and spiritually not so much. So I really love that she shared that with me because um, sometimes if it's been a week or two weeks where we haven't really talked the way we we normally do, or we like to. Um, we just break it down, like, "Girl, what's been going on? Tell me about how you feeling, PMS." So that way, it helps us to stop, pause, and really reflect on how am I doing? You know. So that is what we are going to be doing for this episode. It's going to be a short and sweet episode, and my hopes is that. Um, a couple of things. A, that if you do not check in with yourself using the PMS system, that you do. Um, and also that you, that I can be transparent with you and that if you're experiencing any of the things that I'm currently experiencing, that you know that you are not alone. One of the things that I um, realize is that most of us think that we are having like this really unique experience. And unfortunately, and fortunately, I guess, we are all living very similar versions of life. Life is going to have its challenges, life is going to have its triumphs, and we just have to navigate through all of it. And um, there is, I've learned, especially being on TikTok and just, um, just following different people on TikTok or just the videos that come on my For You page is like, dang, ain't nothing I experienced been unique, like... not, not a thing in my life is unique. I am not unique. (laughs) No, we're all unique, but all of our experiences are really very much, very similar. So if you feel like you are in a space where it's just like, Oh my goodness, only like, I'm the only one in the world who's experiencing this is going through this and feeling this and frustrated all of the things, babe, you are not alone at all. So with that, let us hop into how has Cass been doing PMS? So P, physically. Physically, I am in a decent place. I'm in a good place, I would say, because back in December, I decided to sign up for Orange Theory Fitness. And the reason I I decided to sign up for it is because I just got to a place where I just was not happy with not only how I look physically like how i fit my clothes and um all of that but also i didn't feel great in my body like everything was hurting like i literally would wake up in pain at first i thought it was our mattress but we got a new mattress and my husband's like oh no he's been sleeping great and he's been feeling better ever since we got a new mattress but i literally would wake up and my back would be hurting my hips are hurting going up the stairs would be Sometimes um, a little dramatic, like it would hurt my knees. I'm just like, okay, girl, you are not that old, nor are you a pro athlete or have lived the life of a pro athlete for everything to hurt the way that it does. And it's because I have been very sedentary. I spend the majority of my time at my desk and there are some days that I would only move from a seated position only to like walk to my car, to get in the car, to get the kids and then come right back that's not healthy. We as humans are designed to move. We are literally designed to have locomotion, have mobility. And I was not doing what I need to do. So I decided to sign up for Orange Theory because I have a gym membership, but I don't go. And the reason I don't go is because I'm the type of person that I, need, first of all, I need to be honest with myself. I thought that I was a type that was more self-motivated and I'm not. I need to be in a space currently right now i need to have to meet somebody at the gym and in order for me to go um, i need an accountability partner so i realized that the way that that's going to happen for me is by going to a class so back when i lived in chicago some years ago i did orange theory for some time and i i used it to jump start my my physical fitness journey And it was helpful. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just not try to reinvent the wheel. Let me just go back to what I'm used to. And I signed up. And I am proud of myself for being consistent. One of the things about Orange Theory is that if you sign up for a a class, and if you do not go to that class, you will be charged. So I don't want to be charged, so I go. (laughs) Um, And I've been going consistently um, about three times, sometimes more a week and I'm really happy with how I feel. Has there been a big change physically in how I look? No, not so much, but it's okay. I think what's important for me right now is, um, how I feel. And also just the, just I'm challenging myself to get stronger. Um, so I'm, really excited about the progress that I can potentially make in my body and in my strength. So that's where I am now. So it's been a solid, let's say a month and a half. So no, December, January, February. No. So it's it's been like a solid 10 weeks since I've been going. And so far, things are going okay. Do I enjoy going to the classes? No, sometimes I, it is, um, I have to really talk myself into like, girl, you don't wanna get charged by these people, you gotta go. Um, but I there hasn't been a class that I have left not being happy that I have taken the class. So yeah, I want to get to the point where I am consistently moving whether or not I go to the class. So this is just my starting point. Um, So yeah, so I've also been eating healthier and by healthy, I'm not talking about them limiting the amount of calories that I have or things like that. I've just been really focused on eating more whole foods and just reducing the amount of processed and fast food that I eat. Um, My family, my household, we were eating just just an unhealthy amount of both processed and fast food. And I want my kids to have a good relationship with food. So one of the things is that I don't want them to feel like, oh, fast food is bad, even though it really isn't great. But I I want them to know what it means to have moderation and what it means to really eat foods that are going to fuel our bodies. So yeah, I've just been making that change not only Personally, but also with the kids. So there are certain things that we just have not been having um, so much of, and it, it they are they're not happy about it, but they they will be better for it. <laughs> and we also it's also creating space for conversations about what it means to really treat our bodies well. And one of those things is by giving it all of the nutrients that it pro- that it needs to to function properly and just to feel good. And I've also been doing some research about um, how our foods impact our mood and the foods that we need as precursors to different neurotransmitters, specifically because my oldest has ADHD. And I want, right now we are not medicated and I'm trying to use all of my resources and exercise all of the other options before we decide to medicate just because he's still um, so small. So uh, I've been looking at what type of, um, not necessarily diets, but how to tailor meals that will give him, um, access to the things, the precursors that he needs to make the adequate amount of dopamine and things of that nature and to to really help him with his focus and um, his mood because those with ADHD oftentimes have like the, are on the opposite spectrums and when it comes to the mood. So they have really high highs and really low lows, um, not only in their mood, but in their energy level. So I've been really conscious and mindful about how we are feeding him in order to feed his, not only his body, because he's still growing, but also his brain as well. So it has been a, um, a journey that we are all on a family. Um, the kids are just, they're taking the ride with us, but, um, I'm happy with thing how things are. I have noticed that he has been, his energy and his focus has been more sustained. And I think it's also because we have been more active, physically active as a family too, which is really important for all of us, especially growing children. But on top of that, those who have ADHD, um, especially his type, which is the inattentive type, he needs to make sure that he's constantly exercising um, in order to help his brain function. So I I think I've seen some, some progress in... Um, his attention span, as well as his, his impulsivity. So it's a work in progress, but I'm seeing some positive changes. So we're going to continue to do that. And just, we just know the literature knows, like we just know intuitively, not even uh, through the literature, but just intuitively that we should be eating foods, mostly that come from the ground, right? Um, It's just better for us. So that's what we've been doing. And um, on a more personal note, I have realized in the past couple of years that my eating has been very disordered. And I was on a cycle of tightly regulating what I eat, and then I would binge whenever my nervous system was dysregulated. So, and I also relied on food to cope. So I've been working on being more conscious about what I eat, when I eat, how I eat. Um, not again, not necessarily the calories or the type of foods, like meaning protein versus fats versus this and that. No, just, you know, I'm aiming to have a well-rounded diet and one of the things that I've been looking at is do the foods that I eat reflect the rainbow? So I'm trying to have all of the food groups by just looking at the color of my plate. Um, It's a little bit more challenging to do so in the winter months, but, um, with spring and summer just around the corner, it's going to be much easier for me, for my plate to reflect the rainbow, meaning I want to have foods that are red and orange and of course, green, um, brown all on the plate. So that way I know for sure I'm hitting certain, um, certain things. So that's where I'm at physically. Physically, I'm in a much better space than I was, let's say November of last year. And I'm trying to really stay on this path and continue to be mindful of the foods that I put into my body and really looking at the foods that I eat as fuel for my body. And yeah, and also being more physical. I, I'm really looking forward to my garden. I am about to start putting down the seeds and all that good stuff soon because gardening is work. Like that was like a workout. So I'm excited to just getting back into gardening and everything. Just it's another way for me to be active, um, without necessarily going to orange theory or a gym. So just, a. Yeah, a way that I enjoy being active, so I'm looking forward to that. So physically, that's that's where your girl's been. I've been on my journey, and I'm, I'm excited to the possibilities. Let's move on to M. The P M. The M in PMS stands for mentally. So mentally, y'all can probably guess I have been on a damn roller coaster. And the other day I had to sit with myself and do an assessment of what's really going on. Cause I can't even keep up. Like, why am I like, some days are like, all right, this is good. Or some weeks I'm just like, yes, life is good. And you know, we have these goals and we're going to accomplish these goals and things are great. And then other weeks it's just like, oh my goodness. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Like I just be like, what is the point of all of this? and i don't like that i'm on this roller coaster but as i sat with myself and thought about what all is going on i realized that i have been struggling with grief and it's not just one thing i have been grieving multiple things but half-assed grieving multiple things i haven't really allowed myself space to feel all in my emotions and to process all my emotions which is why I've been on this roller coaster. So typically when we think about grief, we think that we experience grief due to the passing of a loved one, but there are so many other things that we can also be grieving. So for example, just moving. So moving from uh, another state, so across the country or to a new country, of course is gonna cause some grief. Uh, Changing schools, leaving a job, starting a new job. Um, If you have a loss of faith or you're questioning your faith, that's also going to be something that can possibly bring you some grief. Um, Change in your financial status, divorce, change in health status, of course, Um, ending of a friendship, the loss of a home, infertility, um, estrangement from family are some of the other things that I've come across in the article that can also cause some grief. And for years now, I have been grieving the feeling of being bamboozled. And what that means is, so when I grew up, I was taught that if you do the right thing, so meaning you treat people right, you study hard, and then you work hard, that you'd end up in a career that you loved and that you'd live a life that you absolutely loved. And while I'm very grateful for so many things in my life, I don't have the career that I love. And my day-to-day is not what I envisioned for myself. And I have been struggling to fully say it, feel it, and process that. Because again, I am super grateful for the things that I do have um, the people that i have in my life in in some ways my life turned out way better than i ever expected um i never expected to be in a happy healthy partnership i just i never when i was a kid i never looked at or i never thought about getting married you know how they say most little girls have like They've envisioned their wedding day from when, when they were little, like that was never my thing. Like I did not want to get married that I just, it just looked miserable. I'm just like, nah, I don't want that. What I did always want is to be a mother for sure. And I thought that I would probably be raising my child solo and we'd have our little happy family. So I'm really grateful that I am in, I have a family that we love each other. The, so far, the kids are still little, but they really enjoy being around us and we enjoy being around them too. Um, I've had experiences with my family that I just, I haven't experienced growing up as a kid and I love that. I'm really, really grateful for that. However, like the life that I live is just not the one that I had inma- imagined for myself when we talk about professionally speaking. And it's just been hard coming to, like, it's been hard um, managing those two ideas. Like, I, again, I'm so grateful and I thank God so often, like daily for for the people in my life, but also like, dang, all this work and the work that I do, it's okay, but it doesn't fulfill me the way that I, I thought it would. And again, my professional day to day is not what I had imagined. And when I started this podcast, to be really honest with you, it was my passion project. Like it was my hobby and I never had a hobby before. And I was just like, all right, well, this is cool. Like this is something to offset all of the other things that I have to manage. So it offsets, you know. Um, my time as a mother, like it just allowed me just to be able to be me without any other title. Right. And I appreciated that. But as I've been doing this for almost four years now, I want more. And I realized that I really love doing this and I want it to be my full time. I feel like this would be I'm um, a career that I would really, really enjoy. I feel like what I've been able to do when it's part-time, I can really do even more and, and greater and better if I had the ability to focus on it 100%, so full-time. And what I find is that the finish line is always being pushed back and it's just so defeating. When I first started, they said, you need to have, in order to have like, you know, sponsorship and network backing and better opportunities, you'd have to have X amount of downloads per month. I surpassed that. And now I'm being told that, okay, well, you need to have actually double what you have per month now in order to have like, you know, to show networks that, you know, you, you are, are viable and you have an audience and all of that and it's just like oh my gosh like it the the finish line is always being pushed back it's like how much do i have to prove myself and i feel like this hasn't only been in my podcasting experience it has been in my professional experience too they make the so they put the bar really high and i'm like ooh that's very high can i do it and i make it happen i clear that bar just for them to be like, Oh, that was great. That was wow. I'm surprised you did it only for the bar to be put even higher. And it's like, okay, I feel like I have the ability to do it even though it looks impossible, but it's like, I am running out of steam. I just don't know what is the point anymore. So in my end of the year episode back in December, I had told you guys how I felt that 2023 was just an overall flop, right? What I didn't mention is that I was rejected so much that now I'm even scared to try. And that's not even like me. It's like, I'm, I'm really running out of hope. And maybe all of the dreams and aspirations that I have for myself are just that. Like, maybe there are dreams that I'll just realize when I'm asleep. And the hard part about feeling like this, especially as a mother, is that one of the things that I really want to instill in my boys is resilience and not to be afraid to try new things. And I realize that they learn best through observation. But damn it, I am so tired. I am tired of trying and not getting the outcome that I wanted. That i had hoped for that i had worked for i'm not the, i'm not the type that just hopes and just sits on it i work and yeah and outside of my own personal stuff i've just been dealing with the realization of just how ugly this world can be so we have been watching in real time real time the the annihilation of the people in Palestine, Sudan and the Congo. And I feel so helpless and I do what I can. I boycott the organizations. You send emails and letters to your representative and it just feels like it means nothing because since at least October 7th, when I realized what's going on in Palestine, it has only gotten exponentially worse for those people. And it's wild that to know that your tax dollars, my tax dollars are funding this. So that's why I've been mentally y'all. And I really apologize if you tuned in for something light and bright. <laughs> I just wanted to be really honest with you, um, as to where I am. And also if you have been in a similar situation, girl, it's not just you. Um, and I also find it really hard and interesting to think about my own stuff and realize that really it is petty and small compared to what other folks are going to, through. And I feel dumb, you know? Like I said an earful about where I am mentally just to end with, there are some people who Physically, aren't even here anymore, not because of their own doing, but because they've just been victims to evil. So that brings us to S. The S in PMS stands for spiritual. So, spiritually, is um, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Just seeing the amount of um, injustice in the world has made me feel less than grounded, if I'm being really honest. And I'm trying to figure out what to do to bring myself um, to feel grounded again and to feel like I'm just not floating around. You know, I feel like one of those plastic bags that just be just drifting in the wind, like the wind is just taking the bag just all over. That's how I feel right now. And so I've been thinking about like, what can I do? And the thing that has come to me was I think about how my grandmother used to fast every Wednesday. Sometimes she would have like extended fast where like for like a week or two, she would have like a fasting schedule. And, but for her regular, every Wednesday she would fast, meaning she would wake up a little bit extra earlier on Wednesdays. Um, have a light breakfast say her prayers and then not eat for the entire day and break her fast at night and have extra prayers during um, prayer and meditation during that Wednesday and I think I might need to incorporate that because your girl is just all over the place and I realize that our wellness our, our well-being is not just physical and mental there's a spiritual component to it as well and spiritually I am just I don't know so in order to feel like I know, <laughs> I am going to start praying and meditating on Wednesdays, especially. Of course, continue you know that, but especially on Wednesdays, I'm going to pray, meditate, and fast for some time, and, and pray that it brings me some clarity, um, as to move how how to move and how to and hopefully it'll help regulate my nervous system um some because right now I just feel like I am all over the place and no place all at the same time. So that is the check-in. That is how I have been. I hope that you also check in with yourself, PMS, so physically, mentally, and spiritually. And as you have some revelations about where you are, I hope that you are able to tap into some resources to help you get better Um, or get to where you want to be physically, mentally, and spiritually. In full transparency, one of the reasons why I have a hard time having these one-on-one episodes is because sometimes, oftentimes, if I'm being really honest, I am not doing great. And I want you guys to leave this, to end listening to an episode feeling, you know, a little bit lighter, brighter, all of those things. And sometimes I just... I feel like I just don't really have that to offer, but I want to be honest and I want to be open because if hopefully it'll inspire you to be honest and open with those that are around you. Um, So that is all I have for you today. As always, thank you so, so much for joining. I'm so, so glad you're here. Until next time, be well, sis. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well cis podcast. For more information on anything discussed in this episode, please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Apple. Until next time, be well, cis.